But when you show up consistently, your audience is going to grow and change. And so those people haven't seen those messages before. And so even though it feels old to you as the business owner, it is very new to a lot of other people. And so it's uncomfortable to be a broken record to a certain extent, but that is a part of the marketing machine and the habits that you're building for yourself. You're listening to The Brands That Book Show, a podcast for creative entrepreneurs who want practical tips and strategies for building engaging brands, crafting high converting websites, and creating reliable lead generation systems for their businesses. I'm your host, Davey Jones, co-founder of two agencies, a brand and website design agency, Davey and Krista, and the digital advertising agency, Till Agency. And I ask questions so you can find answers. Taylor Cusa Coleman, copywriter and co-founder of NG, is on the podcast today to chat about how to make marketing a habit. Taylor runs multiple businesses, and somehow she's able to consistently generate content for all of them, and I try to figure out how. In this episode, we hear about her approach to marketing and how her new software, NG, can help small business owners in their marketing efforts. We chat about the biggest struggles that small business owners face when it comes to marketing their business and how to make marketing a habit. If you haven't heard of NG, you need to check it out. It's a new marketing solution that helps small business owners create and execute a marketing plan. If you feel like you're all over the place when it comes to marketing, NG might be exactly what you need. Also, when you sign up for a free trial and set up your account, NG will spit out a free marketing plan. Why not give it a shot just for that? As always, links and resources can be found in the show notes. Check them out at davianchrista.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review over at Apple Podcasts. Also, we are hosting a free five-day email marketing challenge that will walk you through getting started with email marketing. Sign up for that over at davianchrista.com forward slash email dash marketing. A link for that will be in the show notes. That will begin on June 5th. But even if you miss it, check out that page for more email marketing resources. Now, on to the episode. Taylor, welcome back to the podcast. You know, to be honest, I was telling Krista, I was like, you know what? I would not be surprised if she bails this week. And that's not to say anything about your character, but I just thought you are crazy for doing this launch week of this big project that you've been working on. How's that been going? You know, but I live and die by my calendar. So if it's on my calendar, I am showing up. I <laughs> admire that. My I admire superpowers. that. Yeah, I admire that. But crazy week, you know, how does it feel? You know, I, I feel like I've been following along the journey. It's been really fun to watch. I really appreciate just as a fellow business owner and, you know, to see the updates along the way and, you know, what you've been kind of wrestling with and trying to figure out and then for it to finally get here. Do you feel like a big sense of relief or do you feel like the to-do list is even bigger? How are you feeling? Relief is something that I was not expecting to feel on launch day, but there was a point in the afternoon where it just kind of hit me and I cried some happy tears sitting alone in my office at my desk, like a total nerd because it was just so unexpected. I thought that I would just be a mixture of excited and impatient on launch day, but the relief of actually getting this thing that I've been working on behind the scenes for years out into the wild, it was like, it was, it was literally a relief of we did it and it actually is working. <laughs> so, you know, it was, it was unexpected, but a, a very kind of delightful 
like emotion to work into the mix for the day. Yeah, yeah. Well, everything looks so sharp. The website looks great. The emails look great. I mean, everything just looks so buttoned up. Maybe you could fill us in on this two and a half year journey, right? I mean, you've been working on this for almost three years, right? Yeah. And tell us a little bit about, you know, the the transition from copywriter over to, you know, developing this this new software company, creating a marketing solution for small businesses. And that's not even all you do. You know, I was getting the list right before. I'm like, so what companies are you still running? It turns out, it turns out people, all of them. So yes. just fill us yes. in. What's been going on since we last chatted? Yeah. So NG is basically a COVID project gone like so rogue. That's <laughs> <laughs> basically what it is. Because that was when I first had the idea for what this thing that I would work on would be. And over the years, since I've been self-employed, for eight years now, uh, I started this adventure in 2015. I have been a marketing director at a startup, a marketing consultant for small businesses and like wedding creative businesses. I focused on copywriting and then I started a stock photography company and then this whole adventure into being a, a tech founder. And it really, when I take a half step back and like look at it all, it all fits because there's always this core theme to what I do. And it's, I want to make marketing easier for people because yeah. it's so hard. And there are so many different reasons that people struggle with it, depending on who they are as a person. And so I think my life's work is just to keep chipping away at some of those reasons so that the people who you know really wake up every day and pour over you know whatever their business is that there's one less thing that they have to really stress about and i mean someone just sent me a dm one of my friends on instagram who's starting another business herself and she's like yeah it's great and exciting but i was up at 4am because my brain just wouldn't shut off because of the to-do list that's super overwhelming and a lot of that is centered around how am i going to build this brand how am i going to find customers right and it's an ongoing concern that we all have, but it's so existential and impactful on our business that I just, I want to genuinely make it as like the least amount of, I'm going to freak out over this as humanly possible yeah. for, for people who are on this adventure with us. Yeah. And that's so true what you're saying about all the, all the different pieces connecting, you know, I can totally see that even with, you know, obviously through tailored media, the copywriting, I mean, easy connection to make there, but then Source Co with the stock photos and now NG, maybe you can give us a little bit, just an idea of like what kind of struggles maybe you've experienced with your marketing efforts, which, you know, I think from the outside looking in, honestly, you make it look so easy. All right. But what kind of struggles you've noticed when it comes to, you know, marketing a business as a small business owner, you know, where lots of small businesses, they're operating with small teams. And I know I was talking about this with Krista, like even for our business, we are like our team, it's design heavy and that's what we do, right? Like we, we design, but on the marketing side, it's me, <laughs> you know? So maybe you could speak to that a little bit. And then also, you know, kind of like, you know, how you designed NG with that in mind. Yeah. So, you know, that is something that I hear quite often. They're like, people just say, I don't know how you do it. And I'm not going to lie. I have no kids. I have no pets. My businesses are my life outside of when I'm going to go ski or ride bikes. That's what I was going to say. It seems like you spend a decent amount of time on the slopes though. So you're able yes. to fit leisure in for sure. 
Yes. I mean, my ski day count for the season is 50 days. So like, I'm not, I'm not slacking on that either. I very much prioritize play, which is very important to me as a person. But, you know, it's something that I hear quite often is people are just kind of, I'm just going to use the word amazed because it's the first one that came to mind at my capacity to like juggle all these things. And it has been a, a progression to get to this point where I can keep multiple brands very actively marketed and engaged. It doesn't happen overnight. So no one should have the, right? Like basically the expectation in life is you should not think that something is going to just happen like that. But the thing that really changed for me was when I created a strategy which defined, okay, this is the lane I'm going to live in. And then created tasks that are habitual, right? I'm going to do this all the time, just like every day I wake up and I brush my teeth because that's how important marketing is to your business. You can't just like, you know, your dentist is going to yell at you if if you show up and you haven't brushed your teeth in months. They're like, what happened here? And so I want people to start thinking about their businesses that way. Like, did you market your business today? Because, you know, if you ate and you brushed your teeth and you showered, cool, you did those things to like take care of yourself as a human. Now you got to go take care of your business. And so it's not something that happens quickly, but you can overcome the challenge of being the marketing department as one person, (laughs) like is your, you know, that's our lives. Yeah. And it's hard for a lot of people because a marketing department is a department, right? With all of the seats around the table are people who specialize in different things. So someone specializes in strategy, someone specializes in graphics, you know, other people are really going to dive into the numbers. And so, you know, like, how is it possible or realistic that one person could be all of those people? And not everyone can be all of those people, but I think everyone has the capacity to wear more of the hats than they just innately think that they can. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as, you know, while you're developing NG, and I'm excited to get into some of those more or get into those marketing challenges a little bit more and talk about creating, I don't know, this marketing habit, this skill to make marketing a habit. What are the major problems you feel like NG is solving? What are the things that if someone were to sign up for NG, they're going to find and how does it address these different challenges? Yeah. So this is very much tied to the work I've done with clients as a marketing consultant and goes straight to the heart of like why I even had the idea to build software, which for the people that know me or the people who don't, (laughs) basically NG is me as software. And so when I was working with clients to create marketing strategies for them, there was a very consistent phrase that people would say, and this connects to like how you would look at client reviews to you know do pull quotes to pull into your copy and, and messaging and whatnot. But I finally put it together that people kept literally asking or telling me on calls, Taylor, I just want you to tell me what to do, right? Yeah. So you know, <laughs> it took like I said, it took me a while to like, oh, I have heard this so many times from people that there's something there, and so when. I think about what we're building at NG. We've got kind of our own little Maslow's hierarchy of needs okay. <laughs> for marketing. And I literally like 
when I first was having meetings with my my partner, I literally drew this out. I was like, here's the pyramid and here are the three tiers to it. And the first tier is people want to be told what to do. So NG is going to tell them what to do. And how we do that is with a, a marketing strategy. So someone comes in, they answer a questionnaire, you get a marketing strategy like that. Yeah. Because technology is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and that allows us to do that. The next tier is people always want to know, is this worth my time and money? Like, is this making me money? And so that's where marketing metrics and KPIs really become an important part of, you know, you owning this concept of being the marketing department. So we've got things to make that easy for for people in there. And then the the tippy top of the pyramid is the inevitable question that I always get asked. I'm sure you have been on the receiving end of this too is can you just do it for me? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like I get it. I get that it's valuable, but can you just do it and like make it appear out of nowhere? And so when I think about the big picture of what NG will be and what we're going to be tackling next, we want to start doing things for people, right? So that it's not just getting them pointed in a direction that's going to help make them money. It's how does NG do a lot of these tasks for people? Because that's one of the biggest roadblocks is just having the time, the actual time to do it. And that's a big roadblock when it comes to marketing. I've learned my lesson asking tech founders about the roadmaps, you know, but could you give us an idea of what sorts of things that you're, you're hoping NG will do for marketers? Yeah. I mean, the roadmap to me is the most exciting thing. What we've launched is just our, our MVP, our minimum viable product, which I think is a really robust MVP, but nonetheless, it's, it's just the start for us. And so interestingly enough, years ago when I was first, I've still got my notebook of like all my random scribbles from two and a half years ago, AI was a part of it. You know, like I'm someone who has, has worked in tech before I'm surrounded by, you know, my husband is older than I am. And so I have, I've got this cohort of friends that are all like, you know, established men in technology. And so I'm just around all these conversations all of the time. And so artificial intelligence was something that years ago, I was like, dude, this is how we get to that third tier of NG doing things for people Yeah, is AI. Obviously, it's not as far down the roadmap as it once was. Sure. It's like, we got to do this now yeah. because the last you know, four months have been incredibly transformative on the tech front. But in terms of what we're going to push for, the first thing is integrating with a few platforms that small business owners consistently use. And so, because that's important, right? Like it's an important piece to not just have these like siloed pieces of technology. So integrations are pretty much on the tippy top of the list. And then after that, it's the big existential. How do we incorporate artificial intelligence into NG? And, you know, honestly, there's going to be, we will be doing AI copy, but it's really important to us that we're not just like recreating the wheel with things that already exist out there. So we've got ideas about how we can use an AI copy tool in a different way within NG and to like totally spill the beans <laughs> about some stuff. You heard it here first. You know, we're 
the first kind of big goal for us is to give everyone the foundational pieces that they need. And so things like brand voice and, you know, pillar messaging is super key for people. And again, the whole like blank Google doc, you know, if you don't know what to input with an AI copy tool, you're going to get trash on the output. And so coming up with the right kinds of prompts that are tied to someone's marketing strategy, tied to their customer persona that we already have in their NG account is going to become really powerful for helping people create, you know, like those foundational pieces of copy. But then there's, we want to get into the SEO space to help people figure out what are the keywords that are all tied into this. And then it becomes this cool thing where it's like, oh, well, if we have those pieces, then the done for you part can be NG knows your strategy, your brand voice, your keywords, your customers, and you can literally hit like create blog post, Yeah, (laughs) right? Like that would be, that's kind of the big vision of where I think we're going to end up going and really making things super, super tied to the strategy because that's one of the other things that business owners are super notorious for. It's just like marketing in a bunch of directions and then it becomes herding cats and we want people to stay focused on a on a particular path. Yeah, I think one of the things that's most appealing to me about NG as well is just that it being a central place for your marketing resources, you know? And I feel like everything is all over the place, you know, even in our, like we have pretty good systems, but, you know, things are across multiple different platforms. And like, you know, <laughs> I was trying to get a logo for something the other day and I'm like, why can't I find this right now, you know? So I'm excited to have a more centralized place to be able to just know this is where everything is. You know, I love what you went through, that creating a plan uh, being sort of step one there. And then from there, being able to measure measure your plan, you know, because that is an important question and maybe a question that people don't actually ask enough. You know, they start executing this plan, but they're not really asking themselves, like, how am I measuring success right now? And it can be difficult to figure out like what good measurements are. So to have a tool that helps you focus on those things, I think can be immensely important. And then, you know, of course, excited for the done done for you stuff as well. But maybe we could talk a little bit about what one of those plans might look like. What should a marketing plan consist of? So somebody who doesn't have a marketing plan, who's like, okay, this sounds really good. You know, what does that even look like? You know, where should they even start? Yeah. You know, when I was creating them as a, you know, like a bespoke which I kind of hate that word, but as a bespoke service for clients, my marketing strategies ended up being like 20 page documents, Mm -hmm. right? Like kind of crazy robust, like almost too robust. And so that wasn't what we wanted to do with NG. It's like, we need to make this so easily and quickly consumable and understandable for people that having it be this long scrolling thing is like too much, too much. So, but there are some key components to a marketing strategy or, or a marketing plan, which are, you know, like tomato, tomato, it's, it's all the same thing. But the first one is what are your business's goals and your objectives? And, you know, a lot of people talk about goals, not so many people talk about objectives, but goals are the, the way we're approaching things because the internet will, the internet is a great and terrible place. Like, It'll give you conflicting information all the time. So the way that we're approaching goals and objectives are your goals are your like big aspirational things. Like I want to take over the world, Mm -hmm. right? Not an actual goal at NG, but you know, a goal that a lot of us emotionally feel like we have. We want to take over the world with our businesses. 
the objectives then are the more tactical goals that are measurable that you can complete in order to get to the big aspirational one. And so you need to have a combination of both because the big picture goal sets your destination and the objectives are like your pee-pee stops sure. <laughs> along the road as you yeah. get to your your destiny, your final destination. So those are two really important parts of any marketing strategy. Then the next really big one is knowing who your customers are, right? Because yeah, it's your business and you're doing this for whatever reasons you want to, but your customers are the ones that are going to decide whether or not it's successful or not. So you really need to know who they are, what their problems are, what the solution is that you provide that's directly tied to whatever emotional or like logistical problem that they have. And then after that, I like to keep it super simple. Then it's like, here are the marketing channels. These are the places that you're going to focus your efforts. This is one of the other spaces that people really kind of get in their own ways because they think more is better, right? But that is very much tied into the whole, you can't be everything to everyone because then you're nothing to no one. So really having a short list of marketing channels that you're going to focus on is the the last piece of how we're approaching a marketing strategy. And so that then is very much tied to the tasks, which is where the habit building really takes place. But the strategy in and of itself should be like, okay, this is very clear. This is where I'm going, who I'm talking to, and the places that I'm I'm going to try to, you know, do it in. Yeah. So one thing I want to ask you about is as far as like the marketing channels go, you know, I think I agree. That's an area I think a lot of people get really overwhelmed with because there are so many possible channels and people just feel like they have to be everywhere. I think also, you know, there's a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of marketing gurus out there who are going to say, if you're not doing this, if you're not here, then you're leaving a lot of money on the table, right? So, you know, I guess how should people go about choosing the channels that they're present on? You know, I think just using you as an example, it seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong, like I follow a lot of your updates on LinkedIn and then Instagram, you know, those are two places where I know that you show up. So maybe you could even speak to, you know, why those channels for you? Yeah. So, I mean, why those channels for me, Instagram has been the place that I enjoy showing up the most. I mean, that's the asterisk on all of this is like, Hey, if you don't enjoy showing up on certain marketing channels, that's like a clear sign to maybe just cut it because, yeah. you know, emotionally, you're just going to resent it. Sure. <laughs> These are not good emotions to, to have when it comes to marketing. But, you know, I picked Instagram and LinkedIn. And then for tailored email marketing is the third one that I focus on. And so Instagram is like a place for me to be me. It's very much like the, it's not the totally unfiltered Taylor, but it's like 90% unfiltered. This is who I am. You know, like I don't hide posts to close friends. It's like, if I'm posting it, the world's going to see it. Sure. Good, bad, ugly, silly, <laughs> whatnot. And so that's where I really like to showcase my personality because as a service provider, which a lot of people in, you know, who listen to this podcast are service providers, connecting with the person that you're going to work with on a project and pay large sums of money to is important. Yeah. And so I want people to clearly know, like, what are you getting into? <laughs> so like, you know, everyone's fully informed about who Taylor is and, and all that kind of stuff. 
But then LinkedIn has been a great place as a tech founder to, you know, showcase more of the story of what it's like to be a tech founder. I'm a slightly different version of myself there. I'm not nearly as silly, but there's still some of that in there. And I'm trying to connect with the larger, you know, professional community because the people who are on Instagram have a very different reason for being there when you think about like LinkedIn. Sure, sure. And then email marketing is just a great way for me to keep people in the know about what's going on. And, you know, I'm not one of these people that writes 100 million email newsletters. Shout out to Sarah Chansey, who like, I wake up every morning and there's an email newsletter from her. I'm like, wow, how do you do this? So props to Sarah Chansey for that. But those are the three that I've included in my mix. And so, you know, they all serve a different purpose. They're all talking to similar but different people. And that's how any small business owner should be thinking about their marketing channels, right? It's what do I need to do in order to achieve my goals And where does that fit, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And where are my customers also hanging out on the internet? That's the big one, right? Like, don't decide you're going to be on TikTok if your customers are like 50 plus, yeah. (laughs) Or not Gen Z, Gen X, right? Like those, those two things don't go together. Yeah, yeah. Well, as far as the different channels that you're on go, like, does that mean you have to create different content for every one of those channels? Like, what does that approach look like? Like, how do you make that manageable for you? Or is it, you know, really like creating a post over here, you know, something else for email, something else for LinkedIn? Sometimes it's totally unique content because sometimes that's what makes the most sense. But honestly, I'm a person that manages too many brands. And so you all are going to start to notice, I think if people pay attention, like, oh, I've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. You've definitely seen it before because I like wrote an email newsletter and then I'm pulling bits of the email newsletter to turn into an Instagram post, or sometimes I'm just swapping out the photo and fully recycling a caption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, these are all things that are tools in your toolbox that anyone and everyone should be taking advantage of. The LinkedIn one is harder just because of how I'm using it. Like, I can't really recycle a ton there. Yeah. Because it's a little more journaly. Sure. If that makes sense. But eventually, I think I'll get in the point where I'm recycling some stuff there too. Yeah. And I imagine you're reaching a different sort of professional. I mean, to your earlier point over there, you know, maybe a future partner for the business in some way or something like that. So maybe the content looks a little bit different, but I'm glad to hear you say that because I feel like that's another challenge that I think small business owners make for themselves is thinking that every single marketing channel you have, you have to create content specific to that channel. Of course you do on a certain level, like a platform that requires video, you have to make video, but hopefully you can at least use the same, you know, source content. For us, it's a lot of times like, you know, our blog post, which is then turned into an email, which is then turned into various social posts. And then even to your earlier point of like people, if they start paying attention, they might see that I've recycled content. You know, I think the truth is that far less people, you know, see our content than we think. You know, and so I think it's good to see the same things over and over again. Like you want to see consistency. And I think even like, you know, one thing that I've been impressed with for NG is like, you know, you've been building that consistency even before launch. And so you just, I think those sorts of things build trust. Like I'm not usually worried that it's like, oh, I've said this before. The examples we point to all the time are like Dave Ramsey. You know, it's like, he says the same things every single Mm -hmm. show, 
you know, mm-hmm. but lots and lots of people still watch. And I think lots and lots of people find value from it. Yeah. And you know, the thing that I think people forget is your customers need to see the same messages repeatedly, mm-hmm. right? Like, because there's the whole, you know, people need to see something seven times, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's valid. That's why consistency is important. But also, if you're doing a good job at showing up for your business, which I got it, your episode with Candice, like I listened to it multiple times because it was so good. And so I have to give Candice credit for the whole like show up for your business. Yeah. But when you show up consistently, your audience is going to grow and change. And so those people haven't seen those messages before. And so even though it feels old to you as the business owner, it is very new to a lot of other people. And so it's uncomfortable to be a broken record to a certain extent, but that is a part of the marketing machine and the habits that you're building for yourself. Yeah. So as far as habits go, you know, creating a habit around marketing, what are some of the things that you do to create that habit, habit, you know, for for consistency, you know? Yep. Make it up new words. You can use that in NG if you want. So Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) I'm going to throw that in there somewhere just for you. It'll be an Easter egg. That's right. I'm excited to find it. So creating habits starts with knowing like what is your desired end state? What is your goal? So obviously creating a marketing strategy to know where you're going is step one with this whole habit forming thing. But then the next thing is you have to like, it can't just live in your head, yeah, <laughs> right? And, and it lives in so many people's heads. And that's basically, in my opinion, if it's only in your head, it doesn't exist, right? If a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it, sorry, everyone, your businesses are the trees <laughs> falling alone in the woods. So having an actual calendar of tasks is like step number two. One of the cool things about NG, which... My partner was like, I don't really get it. But I was like, just build it. Trust me. Just trust me. (laughs) Yeah. Is because it's actually kind of hard. It's funny to like learn what's hard to do in tech because of how many other things it might impact. But we have this concept of repeating tasks in our task calendar, right? So literally, if your habit is you're going to post a reel on Instagram on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can create a repeating task, like create one task that NG smart enough to, for you to set your repeating rules or your recurring rules. And then that one task will show up on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right? Yeah. You're going to brush your teeth on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. So having that to remind you of your habit is, is important. But the existential part of this is you have to be committed. And if you're not committed, I can encourage you so much. And I'm going to try my damnedest to get people to really like accept this is a responsibility of theirs, but I can't force you to be committed. So you got to dig deep and find that somewhere (laughs) in your own self. And then lastly, with the habit building, I think most of us are not like swimming in all this extra time. And so we want to become more efficient with what we're doing every day. And the only way that you can become more efficient is by knowing your numbers, right? And just like I'm sure, you know, when you're working with your clients at Till, knowing your ad analytics to like, okay, well, this is how we need to refine this ad, or we're just going to drop this ad set to increase your ROI on something. It's the same thing with just general marketing. If you 
can't see where your leads are coming from, how much money that's bringing in, and then comparing that to how much time and money you're actually spending on the output side of things, then you can't get better at it over time. So, you know, marketing metrics, I promise people, it's not as scary as like Google Analytics. Like I've dumbed this down as much as humanly possible so that it's super approachable because the numbers, I got so so excited when I saw them, like this KPI dashboard for the first time. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone needs to use this. This is so cool. It's so easy. It's graphs, it's like, you know, visual. It's not scary, but super impactful once you can start to actually see what's working and what's not. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, they're not going to track it just because they don't have a streamlined way to track it. I mean, we can log into our Instagram dashboard, professional insights or whatever, and take a look from time to time, you know, but probably there's few of us that are going to go through the effort of like creating a spreadsheet to do that. So that's, I think, another exciting thing is for business owners who don't have degrees in statistics or, you know, just don't have the time to be actually tracking these things. Now you have an easy way to do that. My issue when it comes to marketing and new projects, and this is, it's helpful to have a wife who would just you know, that you work with that will call you out on it, but is I'll sit down and I'll start a project and it'll be very narrow in scope. You know, mm -hmm. I want to go and I want to do this, but then I'm like, you know, writing the blog post or writing, doing whatever. And then I'm like, oh, well, actually this could be this, this, and this, you know? And then, you know, I start working on it and then it keeps expanding a little bit. And then all of a sudden it gets to a point where I'm like, you know, I just feel so overwhelmed with what it is. I'm like, this is going to take me three years to do. So it just never gets done, you know? And I think with a system like NG that would keep you on track, you know, you've already stated what the outcome is. That's what I found is for me, like I have to work to that outcome. And if I want to turn that blog post also into a YouTube video or also into a five-day, you know, series or whatever, that needs to come after I finish this actual task. So I think that's one of the most appealing things of having a system to track those things for me. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's funny. A lot of service providers, we complain about scope creep when our clients yeah, do it to right. us. <laughs> but when we do it to ourselves, like, but it's a cool idea. Yeah. But yeah, it's super easy to get stuck in that more mindset, which mm -hmm. there are certain things that more is better. But if you are overwhelmed at all by marketing, I promise you, less is better, yeah. right? I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we spend more time on marketing than most people, right? Most people have maybe, maybe an hour or two a week, and you and I are probably like spending half of our time on it. So again, like I actually haven't talked about this or mentioned it in this conversation, but like being realistic with yourself is the best gift you can give to yourself and your business and your sanity and your your impact. Because if you are realistic with your expectations and your goals and, and what you think you're going to get out of something, you actually start to get like positive reinforcement as you're doing things, as opposed to you set the bar too high and you're trying and you're just constantly feeling like you're failing, which is just negative reinforcement. And eventually you're just going to be like, I'm just going to go stick my head in the sand because this doesn't feel good. It's not working. So don't get in that. My, you know, 
my tiny little therapist that lives on my shoulder. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Corey. You know, she's like, don't put yourself in that kind of loop. It's not a productive loop. So, yeah, yeah that's my my 60 seconds of therapizing <laughs> for yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is something that everybody needs to hear. Like if you don't have a marketing strategy, if you're not showing up anywhere on social media, I mean, one of the best things you can do is just start to post every day or a few times a week even, you know, and that's enough for right now, you know, and then as you build that habit, you can build on that. You know, I mean, it might be like, okay, well, I posted three times this week. This post got the most engagement. So I'm gonna write a blog post about this topic. You know, I think that's an easy way to kind of build on successes and start building that marketing habit. As far as signing up for NG, how do people do that? Go to the website, ng.co, E-N-J-I, not .com. That domain is owned by a foreign company who wants $20,000 for it. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't spring for the .com, guys. But everyone can try NG for free for 14 days. And honestly, like there's no restrictions on what you get access to in that trial. So you can dive in there. Everyone should start with creating their marketing strategy. Even if you're moving through it at a leisurely pace, it probably would take you five minutes. So you can get your marketing strategy for free. You can see the tasks that automatically get recommended and dropped on your calendar. You can start playing around with the KPIs and uploading your brand assets to, you know, for all the creative folks. Also, because it makes my heart happy. And I literally have unsubscribed from software because it was too ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you can brand ng to your brand colors so it's all right it's yes. for the people that that's important that, to that's it's very the, important in too. the mvp impressive yes. impressive yes again things that my partner was like i don't get it and i was like just trust me on this one <laughs> yeah. just make it happen but yeah so i'd love for everyone to at least jump in and try it out for 14 days but honestly the whole goal for what i'm trying to do with ng is to make marketing manageable for all of us because like so many people have these amazing businesses and everyone deserves a shot at turning it into the big dream that they've had. And so marketing is just, it's one of the things that gets in the way and I want it to not get in the way for people anymore. Yeah. Awesome. Well, go and check that out. I mean, heck just in the trial, you get a free marketing plan, you know? So why wouldn't you go and give that a shot? Real quick before we go, what's been the biggest surprise starting a tech company? Oh my goodness. And feel free to answer. I'm putting you on the spot. Feel free to answer that however you'd like. You know, biggest surprise, biggest learning. Yeah. The biggest surprise is like how many lonely days I've had. Like, even though I have, you know, I have some advisors, you know, they all have like jobs, <laughs> you know? So, they're not available all the time when I'm like, I'm stuck on this thing. And so there were a few days that were kind of a rude awakening of me just, this is my office here at home. And I have spent way too much time in it over the last few years. But it was shocking at how many days I would stare at the wall right here. And like, because my brain would shut down because of the amount of deep thinking that I was trying to do. And I I'm not a person that's used to that. I'm a person that's used to like high output days every day. I mean, I'm <laughs> should come as a surprise to no one. I am like a high energy extrovert, <laughs> like yeah. a fiery person. So that whole experience was very strange to me where yeah. 
it was almost like, you know, the sound effects in Star Wars when the Death Star is like turning down. That's literally what like my brain was doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no. <laughs> but that's a part of building something big and doing the hard thing. And honestly, if people have those days while they're working in or on their own businesses, it's super normal to just have days where you're like, I got nothing. I got nothing today. And then that's okay. Then you should go out and ski or ride your bike. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's what I feel like for tech company and there's definitely other kinds of companies out there that are like this. It just takes so much effort just to ship the MVP, you know? Yep. And yep. so I can totally see this. Well, we're grateful that you've launched it. I'm also grateful that you've shared your journey along the way. It's been fun to watch. I know this is, you know, only beginning in, in a lot of ways. And, you know, at some point you'll be able to buy that ng.com domain name, you know, show it. <laughs> I don't know if you, you saw show it recently was able to, it was a similar situation. You know, they started show it.co and, you I know, did. eventually they're able to uh, grab show.com. So that was their April fool's post, right? It was. Yep. 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 So yep. I did see that. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I get it. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, awesome. Thank you so much for your time. And for anybody listening, we'll have all the links in the show notes so that you can head over there. You can start your free trial of NG and get a free marketing plan. Thanks for tuning in to the Brands of Book Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, and sharing this episode with others. For show notes and other resources, head on over to DavianKrista.com.